today is a follow-up to the Power of Poo episode, where I interviewed Dr. Holly Gantz and Carlton Osborne of Animal Biome. Hello and welcome to Dog Happy, where we help you have happier, healthier dogs, one interview at a time. Tune in for compelling stories with pet professionals, authors, and trainers that will educate and empower you to easily take action concerning the health and well-being of your dog. Now, please welcome the host of Dog Happy, Missy Courtney. Welcome to Dog Happy. I'm so glad you've joined me today. I'm Missy, and today is a follow-up to the Power of Poo episode, where I interviewed Dr. Holly Gantz and Carlton Osborne of Animal Biome, a dog and cat-focused microbiome testing company. If you have not heard that episode, it's in the links below. However, before I go over my dogs, Batman and Emmy's microbiome test results, I just wanted to give you some background on why I was so excited for this product. My mother had lymphoma and leukemia. Watching as she moved her way through every viable treatment option, I kept thinking that these drugs are trying to fight the cancer, but the body is still creating these abnormal cells. How do you possibly help the body reset itself? Since I'm a health nerd, I ended up coming across a TED Talk about how using fecal matter from healthy donors was curing people of IBD, Crohn's, and other inflammatory conditions of the GI tract. Did you hear that? Curing. Not managing with multiple medications. Curing. Diving deeper into the subject, I read research about how fecal transfers could make skinny people fat and maybe heavy people thin and that 80% of our immune function takes place in our GI tract. So I thought if 80% of the immune system is in our gut, then maybe if my mother received a fecal transplant, it could give her body a different set of directions to help her body heal. Unfortunately, my excitement was short-lived. The FDA has now classified human poop as a drug and limited its use to last-ditch efforts in helping people recover from a life-threatening bacterial infection called C. difficile. But Even as a last-ditch effort, it's around 90% effective. There really is power in poo. So when I heard about this company called Animal Biome that had created a fecal transplant in an easy-to-use capsule for dogs and cats, I was excited. Up until now, a fecal transplant was done by animal only, not really something you'd want to use at home. Just a quick refresher. Dog, cat, human, we all have microbes in the gut that help transform your food into all the things you need to be healthy and vital. Those microbes are shed in your poo so they can be harvested and processed to create clean mini microbiomes in a capsule. Using a fecal transplant capsule from a healthy donor takes what's essentially a gut garden and transplants it from their body to your dogs quickly and easily over time. So I ordered my kit and the one I chose included two tests one for Batman and one for Emmy, along with the fecal transplant capsules. If you want to see the kit, check out the links below. So after the Power of Poo interview with Holly and Carlton, where we really deep dove into what their product is and does, I sent off their stool samples for testing, and now here are the results. Starting with Batman, just a little background. He's hyperthyroid and takes medication for it. He is overweight, tends to be a loner, sleeps a lot, He has inconsistent form to his stools, licks his front legs a fair amount, and has started to yerp. It's not vomiting, but yerp up his food quite a bit. When discussing the results with Holly and Carlton, they said having a background helps them fine-tune the data from the sample. All right, the report. Just so you know, I'm going to take the liberty of oversimplifying a lot of the science-y stuff. The beginning of Batman's report looks at the health of his microbiome as a whole. 
It scores the diversity in his gut, how evenly distributed those microbes are, and what that means for him overall. Batman came back as having an average microbiome. Some of his scores may have been low, but overall he was closer to the healthy range than the unhealthy, so it wasn't a terribly bad finding. Next, the results show that he has all the necessary bacteria in mostly the right ratios for being a raw-fed dog. Diet does impact these ratios, and you can tell what diet you feed by how much of each type of bacteria is present in your sample. Now, there was one genus of bacteria that came back high on Batman's report and has some bad guys in it. To understand genus, I like to use a football team as an analogy. Football teams have a name and players on that team. This team is called Escherichia shigella. And like every football team, it has good players and bad players. One bad player on this team is named E. coli. Unfortunately for Batman, his bad players were outnumbering the good players. And Holly from Animal Biome recommended that we do a 30-day course of their gut maintenance supplement. This supplement targets certain strains of E. coli that are found to be problematic without harming the others to help him get back in balance. Go team! There were other bacteria that are commonly present in healthy dogs that he was missing or were present at lower than normal levels. The report recommended adding fiber to his diet to see if that would help bring up those levels. I'll talk a little more in depth about using the fiber during the review of Emmy's report. At the end of the report, they provide a what's next for Batman section. Here's where they summarize what they think would be the best course for your dog or cat. In Batman's case, they let me know that adding fiber may take a little time to help his microbiome, but they did not specifically suggest that I use the fecal transplant capsules. On to Emmy's results. Starting with a little background, her stools have always been pretty consistent. What I've been dealing with are signs of inflammation without being able to pinpoint a specific problem to treat. She was really just a list of symptoms to manage. So for her, I wanted to see if the bacteria in her gut would point to a specific problem or at least rule out an internal imbalance in her immune system. Like Batman, the beginning of Emmy's report looks at the overall health of the microbiome. It scores the diversity in her gut, how evenly distributed those microbes are, and what that means for her overall. Not surprisingly, Emmy came back below average. Emmy had a little higher amount of Fusobacterium, which is a bacteria common to dogs fed a high-protein diet. However, Holly calls this a Goldilocks group, because high or low may cause issues, so they like to see it in just the right range. Emmy's football team, Escherichia shigella, was also heavy on the bad players, so the gut maintenance supplement was suggested for her too. You know, at this point, you may be asking, if Batman and Emmy have E. coli at all, why wouldn't I just use antibiotics to get rid of it? Well, partly because you kill everything with antibiotics, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And... As Holly and Carlton mentioned during the Power of Poo interview, Escherichia shigella can be anaerobic or aerobic, which means that it can flourish and really get a foothold when the rest of the microbiome has been knocked out by antibiotics. By using the gut maintenance product, you can feed the good team and starve the bad team members without damaging the entire gut. To me, that seemed like a healthier option for them both, especially since they were not having diarrhea. Like Batman, Emmy had other bacteria that are commonly present in healthy dogs that she was missing or were low, and the report also recommended adding fiber to her diet to bring up those levels. The recommendation was to add psyllium, inulin, or acacia fiber to the diet. It just didn't say how much or which one was better than the other. I knew I would be going over the report with Holly and Carlton, and I knew asparagus has inulin in it, 
So in the meantime, I thought I would just add more of that and see how things went. As it turns out, the whole food option didn't make a significant difference for Emmy. And I ended up purchasing Inulin, the link is below, and adding a quarter teaspoon a day to their food. Now, Holly did mention that if you have a dog with hard stools already, then using psyllium may be a better choice because psyllium softens and inulin tends to firm. For my two, I like using the inulin. It mixes easily, doesn't clump, thicken, or stick to the bowl, and they don't seem to mind it. For Emmy's What's Next section of the report, it recommended I do use the fecal transplant capsules to help restore her gut. So what did I do? I used the fecal transplant for both of them along with a short course of the gut maintenance supplement. I have retested Emmy's stool since the fecal transfer, and you can see those results on YouTube. Link below. <laughs> I have not submitted Batman's follow-up poo sample yet. Emmy's diversity did get better, but as I mentioned, she has a lot of symptoms I have been managing, and pain is one of them. Unfortunately, NSAIDs can harm the microbes in the gut, so that may be why there were small improvements, but not the dramatic results I hope to see. Everyone wants the magic pill, right? <laughs> um, Emmy is now off the Remedel, feeling better, and I'll be testing her to see how things are going on the inside as we slowly get her back to healthy. I did use the fecal transfer capsules with Batman too, since they would not harm the gut. With his thyroid problem, I figured he could benefit from some extra help. Since a fecal transfer is like taking a healthy dog's gut garden filled with healthy plants, the food it needs, great soil, and all the mysteries that make up a thriving garden, giving it to Batman should help him become healthier faster. I have seen his weight come down a bit. The rolls on his neck are gone. His coat's shinier, he seems happier, and I know that because he hangs out with me more now. All in all, I'm very happy with this product. I think it's very beneficial to see what's going on inside them and a very nice compliment to your regular annual testing. I also want to mention that Animal Biome upgraded their reports from what you saw in the Power of Poo episode. Now when you get your report through the portal, there are colors that help you understand if that value is good or bad and how close you are to the good or bad range, which I found much easier to understand. Emmy's video is linked below, and it shows the new report. While on YouTube, check out the show notes by clicking the down arrow on the right-hand side near the title. Each episode has chapters, so you can find what you need very quickly. Please share this episode, like it, subscribe, leave a comment, and check out the show notes for lots of great information and links. Thank you so very much for joining me. Stay happy. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Dog Happy. For more information and videos on today's topic, as well as more ways to keep your canine happy and healthy, be sure to visit us online at doghappy.com and follow us on Instagram at dog.happy. That's at dog.happy with an I.